Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Show 641, and I made a mistake on show 640. Why? What was the mistake? A ton of listeners uh, are paying attention. This uh-huh. could always be a t- I could say it was a test. I did it on purpose, but I don't want to do that. It was I screwed up. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of the old laws. Uh, let's talk about if you get pulled over with a carry permit. Knappen, the same week, covered this issue uh, as a lawyer, and he covered it correctly, which really makes me look bad. So, But here's the deal. I said last week, if you get pulled over with your carry permit, you have a duty to notify. But if, you, if you're not carrying guns during a bag on the way to range, you don't have a duty to notify. That was wrong. The law was changed last year. It says the holder of a permit to carry a handgun issued pursuant to NJ2C54-4, if stopped or detained by an officer while carrying a handgun in public or traveling with a handgun in a motor vehicle, shall immediately disclose to the law enforcement officer that they are carrying or that a handgun is stored in the vehicle. Display the, You have to display the firearm permit to carry a handgun issue. It, you have to show the cop your permit. So I screwed up. Um, so everybody remember that. Just uh, correct yourself from show 640, uh, please. So you have a duty to inform. Uh, so it's important you all know that. Thank you so much for so many people. Uh, nobody gave me shit, by the way. Everybody just brought it to my attention, which is good. because. And again, this is, goes back to show one when, when you and I decided to do this, yeah. that we wanted to educate everybody and get the word out to prevent people from getting into a jam i see repetitiously across all the social media platforms the same questions coming up all the time and i see so many people saying you need to listen to gun for hire radio you need to listen to the gun lawyer podcast you know Uh, that would make it so much easier for everybody Uh, there's another podcast out there sandy new jersey based a buddy of mine john valenti it's called the varsity firearms podcast you can check them out on um, Apple and wherever you uh, get your podcast. It's Varsity Firearms Podcast. Check it out. Uh, he's going over a lot of the basic stuff, not much of the, the, the political commentary and the irreverence like I do with you. But uh, it's really, really good. I got to tell you right now, the clock is ticking with the civics seminars. Trevor Ferrigno or Rashan, Rashana Kawasby and everybody else who's volunteering their time. We're meeting uh, one more time and we're going to start launching. So Rashana wrote a book and we're selling it here and in the range uh, for 25 bucks. It's called Plantation Politics. It took me eight years to recognize the planter, overseer, slave, party boss, chairman, house negro, runaway slave, abolitionist, and freedom by Rashana C. Cosby. I read it twice. Um, Assembly Leader Skateri is in here. Kalaji is here. He's the one that they hired to mm. uh, try to ruin our carry for us. The A, the Dems, the Do's, the D's, and these guys. Um, <laughs> she was a councilwoman in Linden for three terms. She ran for mayor twice. Um, quite eye-opening for anybody who wants to learn how our civics system and government systems work. She identifies them all in here. She's going to be one of the leads with Trevor with the seminars as well as Justin uh, Marchetta or Marchetta. He says I murder his name every week. So now every week I'm purposely going to murder his name. Because I can, because it's my show and it's my platform. <laughs> it's my ball. I'm taking it home. Okay? So, New York is overrun with illegals. They can't no. handle it anymore. <laughs> and I remember Hawk, Joel, and Adams telling everybody they were a sanctuary city, sanctuary Absolutely. state. Come and then they quoted the, the poem off of the stat, Statue of Liberty, sure which is not in the Constitution. You know, send right. us your tired masses, et cetera, et cetera. Well, um, penned by the French. Yes. Adams and the Biden administration are suggesting mm-hmm. moving illegals to New Jersey. Oh, good. OK, because they can't handle any more here. Now, I remember numerous times the jack-o'-lantern on crystal meth saying <laughs> New Jersey is a sanctuary state. Yes, he did. And he will do anything to keep it being a sanctuary state. Uh, yes, he did. 
So a little bird told me that there's a riff in Trenton because this is an election year and a lot of Democrats are vulnerable because of the wind farm scam through Goldman Sachs and because of everything that's going on with the Biden administration, you know, cooking the books and everything. Murphy came out and said, I don't see any scenario where we're going to be able to take in a program in Atlantic City or, frankly, anywhere else in the state of New Jersey. (laughs) You need scale, enormous amount of federal support, resources that go beyond anything that we can afford. Okay. Putting everything else aside, I just don't see it, the governor added. Adding migrants have already come to New Jersey, and they are probably coming from New York or other locations. So now it's not good to be a sanctuary city, sanctuary state, because it's an election year, and and the citizens, the third tier, are upset. Another Hmm. reason why we're having these civic seminars, right? So he's like, the door, sorry, we're full. Door's closed now. hypocrisy 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 you know mayorkas should rot in hell he's the one that's keeping the door open uh with biden and they're doing this with all the big business and they're just destroying our country and our labor market and everything i mean it's all by design we know that but so all of a sudden it's a bad thing uh all of these migrants nobody knows what to do with them but the border states have been complaining for tens and tens and tens of years but now all of a sudden as soon as they hit the liberal states the unity states uh, you know they don't want them here anymore Uh, another big thing is tourism has dropped considerably in new york for two reasons you ready for this Increased crime and fear of further safety, number one, even though Adams said it's just a state of mind. Mm. He said a high crime is a state of mind yeah. caused by a few activist uh, uh, reporters, oh, like with the New oh, York Post or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But here's the number two reason why tourism has dropped dramatically. People cannot handle the pungent smell of marijuana everywhere. Really? Okay. They can't handle it everywhere. Sandy, have you been to any areas where they allow weed smoking everywhere? On the uh, boardwalk, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't smell like the weed we smoked as a kid or no, we smelt as a kid. It is strong as shit, yeah. and it's everywhere. The last time I went to Vegas, I walked the strip. Be, you know, my stomach turned because yeah, every yeah. step you're walking through it. It's a sickening sort of smell. Yeah, and if you're not a if you're not a, a weed head, if you're not a pothead, then you know you don't want to you don't want to smell it. So. So this is what's happening. It's hurting, you know, a trillion dollars in businesses that moved out of New York. Murphy's telling everybody that the state is full. Oh, by the way, yes, yesterday, uh, excuse me, Friday, the lead story in New Jersey all over the media was that Bruce Springsteen was playing the MetLife Center at the Meadowlands, right? Yeah. That was the lead story. Nowhere in the Friday night news dump from the Murphy administration was this covered by any of the first-tier propagandists that work for the media, that work for your government. And you know what it was? The Murphy administration covertly raised the fuel tax on gas nine-tenths of a penny a gallon. Holy Now, shit. that doesn't Amid seem like much to most up. people. Yeah, That doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of people. But if you have a 16-gallon gas tank, Right. That's 16 cent every time you fill up. Right. 16 cent. uh, Let's say 20 cent times five weeks in a month is a dollar. So we're going to go twelve dollars a month and buy four million people. Yep. Do the math. Okay, But they snuck that in. All right. And that's to help with infrastructure. You know, our crumbling infrastructure. I guess it's to record the crumbling because it definitely ain't ain't fixing it. They put up a sign. No. That's about Correct. It. Correct. So I love this hypocrisy. We don't want the migrants. We don't want this. We're going to raise the gas tax. Now, the Democrats don't want us to know that the Murphy administration raised the gas tax. So I believe we should all spread the news out there. Oh, let yeah. everybody know. All of our pro-gun, you know, small government people out there, you just got another gas tax increase. So if you have four cars in your household, Sandy, if you have two kids going to school or working in New Jersey and you're the dad, it's it's substantial. It adds up. Why should we give the government any more money? The gas is 90 percent tax already, federal and state. Right. So 
But that was snuck in. But all the lead stories were Bruce Springsteen played the MetLife Center. Not one, air quotes, reporter reported that the gas tax was increased. Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that great? I love. I want to mention this too. Mitch McConnell had another mini stroke episode. Did you see it, Sandy? Uh, oh no, he's perfectly fine. He's... But wait, I want to tell you this. This is the best. Mm. This is the best. His his the the the, uh, the doctor in Washington D.C. that takes care of the House and Senate because they have their own medical and everything. Yes, right? they do. He said he was suffering from dehydration. I'm 62 years old. I've never seen anyone. Sandy, you, you used to practice medicine quite frequently. Is that a sign of dehydration? Uh, that was some sort of a uh, neurological episode. I'm not sure exactly what it was because it's outside my infectious side. But, um, now, yeah, it wasn't. It definitely, I heard it was, uh, you know, a result of his concussion, you know, because from time to time, it's natural for people to, uh, you know, uh, pause for a second or two or or uh, get uh, contemplative in their thoughts. Uh, no, that was, he was gone. He, <laughs> I'm not sure where the hell he was. But, you know, that's exactly what happens. I mean, the, um, the Congress years ago used to be covered by the uh, Public Health Service, and they did not like that. Uh, they wanted their own private doctor in there. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, mm. so pretty much everything could be kept secret. And, three tiers. Yeah, pretty much. And yep. three tiers. Yep. They don't sit in an office and wait for an appointment. I'm sure the doctor oh, no, comes right oh, to their chambers. Right. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yep, 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 yep. I want to show you how, another example of the media. This is a tragic, but luckily it... it um, it it turned out it was only a wound and 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 not uh, not not death. A woman was charged after her three year old son shoots himself with her gun. Okay, luckily it was not life threatening, but she was charged with unlawful possession of a handgun and unlawful possession of dumb dumb rounds. That's what the media writes: hollow point bullets, dumb dumb rounds. Again, it's all about the shock value. But what's the first thing that they say? The woman did not have a New Jersey carry permit. Okay, because they're salivating, they're waiting for something like this to happen with somebody with a carry permit. Oh yeah, they're just, they're, it will be. This was not front page news, but we will be front page news. Okay, oh, yeah. so you all, you all better wait. You know, you all better be aware of that. We have to be safe out there. We have to set that standard and we have to set that bar high. Everybody, please, 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 please. Here's another one. Two more guns seized at Newark Airport. One worker had a low, low, loaded weapon. The other one was an employee at the airport who brought the gun. And the media, again, was quick to tell us that neither of them had a carry permit because, again, they're waiting for that. One was going through screening, and one got caught with the gun while they were at work. So you shouldn't probably bring a gun to the airport while you're, <laughs> while you're at work. You know, it's, it's, probably, it's probably not a good thing. Not a good idea. You know, uh yeah, it's it's not. You know, meanwhile, this is what Murphy should be worrying about. And I I, I saw this article on ninety two point seven WOBM. This is uh, from Ocean County's best variety music. But they did a uh, they do these ten bests and and all of that all the time. And so I'm looking at this, and it's like the the most miserable cities in New Jersey. And one thing I found with the most miserable cities in New Jersey. Almost every one of them are also miserable when it comes to processing somebody's permit. And almost every one of these cities is the majority of the people occupying the city are, as Mc, uh, Assembly McKeon said, those people. <laughs> okay? And it was basically Passaic, Patterson, Jersey City, Trenton, Newark. Okay, run it by was Democrats the, forever. All run by Democrats, and the Democrats are out there kissing people's asses for votes. Meanwhile, they're violating their civil rights forever. Yep, violating their civil rights ever. These most miserable cities. It's amazing how they have so much in common, though, isn't it, Sandy? Yeah, like, absolutely. And and you know what? They'll vote them back in. The New Yorkers that are will. bitching about the migrants, you voted for those right. people. 
Seattle, Oregon, Washington, uh, L.A., all these stores are closing. Nordstrom's just closed Chicago. You voted for it, and the problem is you're going to vote for it again. Yes, you will. And you're going to vote for it again. And you're going to vote for it again. Remember the the woman in Chicago, they want a ceasefire for shooting? Yeah, yeah. For the gangbangers, no shooting from 9 p.m. (laughs) till 9 a.m.? Yeah, just just a temporary thing. (laughs) Okay, I got a better one for you. This weekend is the West Indies... West Indian Day Parade in New York. It's the Jovert J apostrophe O U V E R T Jovert uh, Parade West Indies. Yep. The New York PD sent letters. You ready for this? To forty prominent gangbangers in the borough of Brooklyn, asking for a ceasefire this weekend for the Jovert Parade. So wait, they know the addresses of the most prominent gangbangers. But instead of arresting them, we send them letters and ask for their help as what tribal bosses. What the what the hell can these people do? We are at such a backwards point oh now. Oh my God, the whole world in is society. Down. But I figured it out. I figured it out. I know what's going on here. I know what's going on. You know, Bill Pascrell. Yeah. He's, a, he's a douche, right? Yeah. Uh, He's been in New Jersey. He's been a, a state, a, a U.S. Uh, assemblyman for 27,000 years, right? Yeah. He is asking to bring back armed mailmen, letter carriers, okay, because so many letter carriers are being robbed and beat up on their routes now. So what it is is we increase crime and we increase government. Right. I think I, I do you think I, I I uncovered the real secret behind letting the rampant crime go because we get to increase the government sounds good to me I mean right? that's basically the way it works isn't it right so because we don't want to make the criminals pay for their actions no. so we're just going to hire more people to process the criminals and release them for their actions but now he wants to arm postal workers because there's so much crime where it would be so much easier to increase penalties and lock people up and make them pay for the crimes they committed so that they couldn't rob the postal carriers. I read an article 100 years ago in National Review that said once once your society reaches a point where the people that supply basic services to your community are not allowed to safely operate in that community, desolation and destruction is one step away. Absolutely. When you can't get packages delivered, yeah. when the mail service can't mm-hmm. come, when you can't fire get medications, department. fire department, you know, they leave the station house. They have to keep someone at the station houses in New York and Newark, you know, because people call in fake fire uh, alarms and then so they, they go in and they rob the everything. Firehouse? They rob the firehouse. Yeah. Oh. Someone has to stay behind. God. Yeah, they can't leave the firehouses empty in New York and New Jersey, and I'm sure in every other shithole inner city in Chicago and L.A. and you know and everywhere else. But yeah, so now Pascal, who this is again for him, this is guaranteed votes, more more government employees, more union uh, employees, more training, more service, more taxpayer dollars, and everything. So I get why we're doing it now. We, we cut the spending by not housing people, but then we have to increase the manpower that processes all the victims of the crimes, processes the criminals and releases them back on the street, halfway houses, re, re-education programs, yep. whatever the hell else they want to call it. So this is what we're, we're the patsies here. Okay, we're the patsies, and I'm finally putting two and two together because for the life of me, I'm always trying to figure out why are these bureaucrats allowing this to happen at the executive and the judicial and the legislative branch? What is the end run by having us overrun by crime? Obviously, it's to destabilize our country and knock it down and get it back to two tiers where it belongs, right, where they want, where they think it belongs. We can't have a middle class. But the other reason is it just it it furthers their job security by increasing Mm -hmm. the bureaucratic state. Yes. I mean, that's what it comes down to. We've talked about it for years and years and years and years. I mean, government is a self-licking ice cream cone. Yes. It it is just it's there for the sole purpose is to inure. It's there to make sure that it exists powerful forever and continues to grow. And it's systemic. It comes right from your budget. The only way you increase your salary is to increase your budget because then your your GS category goes up. 
This, it doesn't really matter. It's the same with politicians. It's the same right on down the line. All it does is it's an upside-down pyramid that w requires more and more and more and more, year after year after year, and protects itself at all costs. And yep. that's why when a guy like, uh, what's his name, comes in and says, I'm going to drain the swamp, they go after him with everything they've got from all sides, including the turtle Mitch McConnell. Well, he's he's dehydrated. Yes, he's the comatose turtle. Yeah, I've been dehydrated before. I've never frozen like yeah. a turtle in the headlights. <laughs> it's uh, it's really sad. I mean, it's time to go home, Mitch. But again, no, this is... they, but you remember. Go ahead. No, it's just. You know, the, I don't understand the power, the, the need for power and money. How much more do you need? You've been there I, since I, I'm Lincoln. I'm going to tell you why it's not that. I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, he has been there since Lincoln. But I'm going to tell you what it is. The deals that they made that are employing their friends and their families and everything are dependent on them still holding that position as well. Yeah, absolutely. So they can't give it yeah. up. They have to be buried at that job. Because they made the deals with the devils. If he was to retire and lose that pull, all the people that surround him that all got these sweetheart deals and contracts and no-show jobs and benefits and insider trading and everything, it all ends. He's use, useless now. Yeah, you're right. And so there's downstream of him, there's literally hundreds of people that are, that are benefiting from him being on the take and the dole, just like with Biden. Yeah, yeah. There's hundreds of people that are a part of that that he can't give it up like Pelosi can't give it up and Feinstein they wheel her out and they raise her hand to vote yeah, pretty right. soon they're going to put the, the strings like a marionette right they're going to walk them out like Mary Mary <laughs> oh my god a weekend at Bernie's it's uh, weekdays in DC <laughs> can you imagine so, I said to I said to my wife the other day can you imagine a meeting between uh, Diane Feinstein uh, the turtle Fenneman from, oh uh, my God! From, uh, and Joe Biden all sitting in a room. Oh my God! <laughs> what would they discuss? None of them would be able to get the uh, the Jello containers open either without help, you know. Absolutely. Or if you you threw a childproof container of uh, Advil in there. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. And this is what's leading our government. Oh. We vote for them continually. Vote for them. Yes. When the hell yes. will we ever wake up? So, so just so we see how the narrative is changing and how the bureaucratic state is growing, this was, uh, this was in the Jersey Monitor, and it's an interesting article by Nat Natalie Sure, T-S-U-R. For New Jersey teens, restrictions grow on where they can go without adults. From malls to Jersey Shore boardwalks to hotel pools, teens are getting pushed out of more public spaces amid complaints of rowdy and criminal behavior. Garden State Plaza in Paramus no longer allows anyone younger than 16 to hang out without an adult chaperone on weekend nights. Most Jersey Shore towns have placed curfews on minors during summer months, with some enacting stricter measures this summer. Bally's Atlantic City Hotel recently barred anyone from under 21 from its pool. Though local officials say some of the changes have led to better behavior, Critics stress the restrictions may have an adverse effect on a much larger scale as teenagers find few places where they can socialize. Paul Boxer is a psychology professor at Rutgers Nork O'Grate who has uh, researched adolescent development with an emphasis on juvenile delinquency, aggressive behavior, and, and violence. Boxer says there are vanishing few spaces where teenagers can safely gather without constant supervision, and that's a problem. Peer group socializing for adolescents outside of the constant monitoring by adults is important for healthy social development. Teens need space for that to occur, such as public parks, community centers, and shopping malls. In the case of the short town restrictions put in place by local officials who said hordes of often drunken or high teens lent to numerous police calls and crimes, they may not work as intended. People historically have been subject to fines and criminal penalties for drug and alcohol use, and those consequences historically have not done anything to deter, to deter youth or to keep younger people safer. Okay? So they go on and on. So I have a take on this. Could you imagine if children were raised to be 
discipline human beings and there was ramifications for their actions like when oh, we were what, raised what a novel freaking idea okay so what we're allowing here is the parents don't discipline the kids the schools can't discipline the kids. The police can't discipline the kids. So the kids can do whatever they want. So what, what's the response to this? Restrict where the kids can go. Yeah. So now you're funneling them. Where are they going to end up? On a street corner? I don't know. But wherever they're going to end up, they're going to be frustrated. Listen, I hung out outside of convenience stores. We played cards till 2 or 3 in the morning on the top of a garbage can. Yeah. We played aces. We played knuckles. You know, we whatever. We you know we we had our outlets until somebody got a car. Then we would go to the diner or whatever. But we knew there were ramifications for our actions, Sandy. When the local cops pulled up, they knew our parents. Yep. When the local cops pulled up, they say, "How you guys doing tonight? Good. Everybody, you keeping it down out here? Yeah. All right. Listen, uh, we got a call. Next time we come around, we don't want to see you here anymore. No problem, officer. And we would disappear. We would disperse. Yep. Sometimes we'd be like, "All right, guys, it's two in the morning. See you tomorrow or whatever." You know. But, but you try to do that to a kid today. No, They'll tell like you to go after you. yourself. Yeah. They'll take their camera out and start yeah. videotaping. I'm yeah. going to make you lose your job and to tell you the truth. What's your badge cop, number? Yeah. If I was a cop, I wouldn't even want to have that interaction. No. No. I just drive by and let them loot the place. Correct. It really We've created this. Yeah, exactly. The right. left has created this. Parents, by by relinquishing control of their children, have created this. And I I don't want to hear the single parent household. I know single parent households tend to produce more criminals and and more delinquents or whatever. But but you can have one strong person and still be afraid. Hey, look, I grew up. Uh, how a, a how old was your mother. dad when you passed? Uh, I I. I, I I was a, a boy. I, I was raised yeah. by my mother. Yeah. And you were afraid of her. And damn right I was afraid of her. For good reason, too. Even when ass. my dad was alive, if I ever got in trouble, <laughs> I would always say, call my father. Don't call my mother. Yeah. 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 See, me, I would say, call my mother. Don't call my father. But there has <laughs> to be a heavy, even if there's one. Yeah. There has to be. So this is what we've created. And listen, we can also attribute it to, obviously, the normalization and the numbing effect of the violence on television and movies and TV screen. And we've become such a outwardly violent society. Yeah. Just like if You're you right. read the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, yeah. the violence starts to increase. The men start sleeping with the boys. It's just like the Roman Empire. We're getting to this point now yeah. where they normalize pedophilia. You can be any gender you want. You can, you know, be, uh, what do they call it, fluid, gender fluid, which I've always found interesting. Uh, you wake up one day and you're on that team, and then you wake up the next day you're on the other team. That's and just God greed. bless you. Yeah, they're greedy. But, but I'm telling you, we've allowed this moral degradation. We've allowed the societal degradation where no one's held responsible for their actions. So what do we do? We're, we're limiting where the kids can go. How can this be healthy? Yeah, it's not. When you, you know, there was always the joke when we were kids that, you know, Catholic girls start much too late, Billy Joel, right? That you kept the Catholic girls bottled up, and then when they got out of school, they went wild. Yeah, you know, exactly the right. makeup, the mini skirts, <laughs> and the whole bit, where if they were allowed to just progress normally, like through the public school system, they wouldn't have been so wild. It's almost like that philosophical feeling that you're bottling these kids up yep. you can't go anywhere i missed the mall generation mall started to get built when i was riding a bicycle yeah. and they tore down the movie theater in wayne to build the willowbrook mall when i was driving yeah right you know the movie theater went and the mall went up so we would go into a mall and i'd go in for an hour or two to go shopping but i'm not of that generation where my parents dropped me off at the mall and picked me up five hours later right we had you know, the downtowns, or we had, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had downtown Newark and Bloomfield Center. Yeah. Those, those were the, t the two for me, but it was outside, and you had to walk store to store, and there was parks in between, right. and, you know. But, again, we knew that there was ramifications. Uh, if I got caught robbing something, I would have been dead. Oh, my God. I'd have been dead. Huh. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about no. that murdered, right? <laughs> I would have. We always talk. We we used to joke, all of us kids, that if we ever got locked up, if we ever got picked up by the cops, the first thing we say to cops is, "Bring me, bring me to the police department. Bring me to jail. Do not bring me home." Yeah, 
I, I do not want to go home. Oh, no, no. It was much more dangerous at home. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, so You've I got see, beat just because. Yep. So I see what happens. Even from the dinosaur Pascrell, who's been in office for 77,000 years. Oh, by the way, uh, Jess Benedetto and Anthony Rossi had enough petitions in. They are both on the ballot for mayor, mayor and council in Vernon. Oh, great. Way. Excellent. I wanted Good to share news. that. And uh, as soon as I get their website, I will start pitching it. Are we ready for housekeeping? We are. We're overdue, right? No, we're right there on the nose. Wow, I'm getting the vibe. Yes, you are. All right, so our good friend uh, Peter Tillam in New York. If you live anywhere in New York, New York City, New York State, you need NYTAC Defense, NYTACDefense.com. For $35 a month, if you mention Gun for Hire, one word, you get 10% a month savings on it. It is a legal defense fund, ladies and gentlemen, and Peter and his team are available 24-7 to help you for emergency and non-emergency help. They will also help steer you through the process of getting your all of your permits, your possession permits, your resident permits, your carry permits, and everything in New York. It is a bargain. If you live in the 49 other states, especially New Jersey, where we know insurance is not allowed, but we have a legal defense fund, and it's U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. And if you go on and use gun for hire, one word for the code. Also, uh, for everybody out there, ask uh, a good resource of where they can and cannot carry. Get your pen and paper out right now. Go on your smartphone, handgunlaw.us handgunlaw.us you can save that as an icon on your home screen they do not have a mobile app they update their app every day you should have handgunlaw.us you can click on it sandy and you can put your profile what permits you have please remember to click if you have a resident or non-resident permit for yeah, certain that's states very important Yes, because it affects where and where and where you cannot carry, please. But that will show you legally where you can carry. I implore you, before you travel to another state, before you go on a cross-country tour, every morning you should wake up and check handgunlaw.us. They're not a paid advertiser. I'm just trying to save people's asses, okay? If you know any new shooters out there, if you want to refresh, check out Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. It's available online, uh, Kindle, uh, Aberdeen Guns down in Monmouth County, and of course, uh, Gun for Hire, as well as Plantation Politics by Roshana Cosby is available here in the gun store and the retail areas as well. Uh, Standstrong.biz, we talk about it all the time. We've exceeded 400 businesses, pro to a businesses. Don't give your money to people that hate us, please. This week's Stand Strong Sunday was Bromelo Chocolate, two locations, Woodland Park and West Caldwell. Vanderbeck Tree Experts, family owned and operated since 1980. And the Hat Mat, the world's first and only automotive dash hat holder, goes on your dash. Those are the three Stand Strong Sunday businesses today. You should also save standstrong.biz on your homepage of your phone. Before you eat a pizza, you buy a shirt, you get insurance, you call a doctor, you should go on standstrong.biz. Do not give your money to the anti-gunners. My doctor is Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Optimal Health Wellness NJ for a few hundred dollars a month is concierge medicine. No more waiting in stinky diphtheria covered <laughs> offices for doctors, okay? You don't have to worry about getting TB. And yes, I mean tuberculosis, not twin bellies, because many of you out there have twin bellies, okay? Um, late guy, oh, by, oh, joy, I have a consultation this week. I have to get my colo and endoscopy. It's nice. that five-year point. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, they don't use the same scope for the colonoscopy as the endoscopy, do they, Sandy? Yeah, just, the, you know, you, you go backwards with it, that's all. Just make sure oh. they do your throat first. Okay, <laughs> good. Uh, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret is looking for junior rifle members 12 to 18 years old. L-A-K-E-I-S dot org. If you're in the Scotch Plains area, Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. Ask for Sharon Decker. Don't forget my buddy John and Vin at Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County. Steve Churchill, reach out to Matt and Phoebe. The NRA dinner is coming up at Biagio's in Paramus October 5th. Anybody interested in going, go to friendsofthenra.org and click events and get some tickets, okay? Don't forget to subscribe to nj2news2a.com. News number two. Uh, eight letter a.com one of my guys is a contributing editor they're on twitter they're on social media and of course they have a uh, uh a web page 
always check our website, New Jersey, uh, you know, gunforhire.com for all the New Jersey carry permit updates. There are some updates coming soon. I can't say anything else other than that. I got my ass reamed by two prominent 2A lawyers in New Jersey for talking too much. So that's all I'm going to say at this point. Uh, reamed. I was reamed uh, in a conference call. Yeah, 10 o'clock in the morning. I got over for gym. Phone rang. I picked up, and it was one of the prominent lawyers. He's like, hold for the other prominent lawyer. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, my argument was that I have to be the voice of hope and not doom and gloom and legalities. Right. But anyway, I got my arse chewed a little bit. You want to hear how a state is run right? Don, Donald DeCase is going to start teaching the Maryland uh, carry course here. He's a Maryland instructor. We're going to be offering Maryland and D.C., Dan Schmutter. We're going to be offering Maryland and D.C., Dan Schmutter. Maybe you won't yell at me once you get your Maryland and D.C. permits. Oh, did I just let the cat out of the bag there? Anyway, Don, on his permit, his Maryland carry permit, it says permit expires 8-31-2025. And it says underneath it, please contact Maryland Gun Center prior to any law enforcement action. That was specifically written for police officers to read when they have a question when somebody's carrying. So Don showed it to me the other day in the range, and I said, boy, that's interesting. And he's like, it almost reads like, you know, like they're going to be helpful, not like New Jersey where they just lock us up, right? Right. Get charged with a felony, ruin your life, spend money on legal fees unless you have U.S. Law Shield or NYTAC defense. And you don't have to go through the whole process, booking, central booking, you know, mugshot, prints and everything. So Don emails me and he says, Maryland cares. He goes, I emailed the Maryland State Police and asked what this meant. And their response, which was very timely, he said, the statement is for law enforcement officers. In case you are pulled over for any reason, they are going to contact the gun center to confirm the validity of the carry permit. I'm guessing it's their way of being proactive and avoiding any law enforcement officers who aren't up to speed with the current laws. Don, how cool is that, Sandy? Yeah, that's very good. We still have the toad, the AG out there. We still have 560 New York, New Jersey municipalities and state police barracks that have not received a single directive from the AG or the state police firearms unit about the new carry laws that went into effect and the training directives. None, Sandy. Me, Phoebe, Matt, all week we get emails and phone calls from students and gun for hire followers and alumni. My police department doesn't know. My police department doesn't know. And then I get at least five police departments a week reaching out to me for what the current information is. How pathetic is that? But it's by design. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Let somebody get locked up, yeah. scare people, keep them off kilter. That's what they want, Sandy. That's exactly That's what, what they, they want. They yep. want to keep us afraid and keep us down. The whole three-tier classism. Again, I know we have a two-tiered criminal justice system, but we have a three-tiered caste system in this country, new listeners. The first tier is the elites, the politically connected, the, the, the media, the, 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 the gilded class, the golden robes. The glitterati. Right? The glitterati. The second tier is the illegals and the criminals. We need those to create this whole illegal and criminal disruption in here. And then the third tier is the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. For their utopia to work, you can only have two tiers. Just like communism, where everybody's equal except these people. Right. That's what we want in the United States. That's what the elites are pushing for. And us people who care about the government and the Constitution and, uh, you know, the flag and, and care about what's left of the rugged individualism of this country, we are in their way, Sandy. That's why they're flooding us with so many illegals. That's why they've, our streets are overrun with criminals, revolving door system, and reeking and stinking of weed. And that's why our infrastructure is falling apart, because it's exactly by design. The elites want the lower class in mud huts, basically. Just the worker bees mowing their lawns, wiping their kids' asses, yep. and minding their business. Unarmed, I might add. Unarmed, if you don't think unarmed. so, if you don't think so, study history. Yeah, or pick Read up the a rise copy and fall of, of Roman uh, anything Empire. written by Cloward and Piven, and you'll see, or Cass Sunstein, because that is the Cass playbook Sunstein. that they're using right now. Yes, they overload the system so you 
need a strong man and they become the strong man. They create the problem and then they fix the problem. And it's not just yeah. with law enforcement either. I mean, the same, same thing exists in your food supply. Uh, the government created this wonderful stuff called pink slime that they put into your um, uh, ground Burgers beef. Burgers and beef, yeah, chopped meat. Yeah, all that mm. other stuff. And the reason that they did that was because they funded farmers to feed cow uh, and cattle grain. And cattle cannot produce grain. They cannot digest grain. Nope. So they then develop bloated bellies and uh, also have a, when they're slaughtered, have a high bacteria count because of the inability to digest the food in their bellies, which produces a high E. coli level, which we now have the pink slime to fix. So they fix the problem that they created themselves and your taxpayer dollars are working for it. 100%. Now, remember I talk about all the time the elites and the left, how they protect themselves, even if they're pedophiles, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, CNN has been circling the drain, but they're not going to go anywhere because the first tier wants them, and they're part of the first tier now, right? They never attack themselves. Back in the day, the media were blue-collar people, so they would attack the elites, but now the media have become the elite, so they attack down. They attack us. They don't ta attack up anymore. The, the people above us are allowed to do anything they want. So CNN doesn't have a, uh, a head right now, and they just hired a, uh, a new chief, and his name is Mark Thompson. He comes from the far-left New York Times, and his previous role, he was a BBC executive, during the Jimmy Seville oh, child abuse case, great. okay, his one of his his one of his guys was was abusing like thirty young kids, and everybody knew about it, and he covered it up. Thompson covered it up, and they they had to settle. They settled for like you know millions and millions of dollars with all these kids that were abused and stuff. And now he he got promoted because he kept his mouth shut and he didn't get the pedophile in trouble. So now he got promoted. He's the head of CNN. But so you see, again, in what society would you have people, you know, would you have people uh, take and promote pedophiles? It's happened Seriously. over Seriously. history forever and ever and well, he's, ever. I'm sorry. He's not a pedophile. He's a pedophile enabler. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what, where, would, where would you do that? You know? So, you know... This is important that we recognize that that they it's how hate societies us. collapse. It has collapsed, Sandy. It has it has really really collapsed. And uh, I got a couple letters, and then I want to talk about uh, some fall learning for all of you, and not falling down a ladder either, uh, <laughs> th because some of us are quite, not the kind of you, fall learning yeah, that the president needs. Like yeah. I don't do ladders anymore. You know, no, I'm sorry. We're way I, too freaking old. For I that. refuse. I have a step stool at my house, and that's pretty much the furthest I'll ever go. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do the learning before the letters. Now, should I? I don't even know. I, yeah, you know go what? Ahead. I don't even Not want to. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Uh, now that I'm well, thinking that's, about that's it, that's true. Yeah, but that's been Let's going on for 15 this, years. This so one's, like. this one's from Amy, and Amy uh, works here. She goes, Anthony. I want to say thank you for being so attentive always. Uh, my daughter Jacqueline was sick. You rushed to her side. Uh, she she shot at the range. You asked her how she did and if her father enjoyed himself, even though she shot better than him. Uh, I've admired your attention to detail since day one. I think you're an awesome man that truly cares about everything. Most owners are not like you. I wanted to send you a quick note of appreciation. Thanks for being so amazing. Regards, Amy. Well, her daughter works here part-time. She goes to school, and uh, she got sick, and I was concerned, and I wanted to make sure you know we, we took care of her. And uh, then the daughter came in with uh, Amy Zuck's husband, with Jacqueline's dad. And I saw them. I went up to the dad. I said, your daughter's, you know, very charming and very intelligent. And then the next day I asked, Mom, how did your daughter and your ex-husband, you know, did they enjoy themselves? So that's what I do. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's what I do. Safety and then hospitality. So I appreciate the, the recognition, Amy. But that's what this company was built on uh, from the beginning, safety and hospitality. Okay, Jules, who right now is on a Perillo tour to Italy. Nice. By the way, Jules got to meet Dr. Stabile, who, who, who cured my sciatica, by the way. I think we're up to week seven or eight now, Sandy. No sciatica since I've been wearing these orthopedic <laughs> That's inserts. great. Yes. So 
two things Jules wrote. I loved episode 640. Jess DiBenedetto is a breath of fresh air. She will inspire others to stand up, hopefully including those in your national audience. Number two, you mentioned Joe Biden and elder abuse. I sent this to you and my other conservative brothers and sisters. If there are genders other than those two, I don't give a shit, more than a year ago, the corpse in lieu of president declared on June 25th Elder Abuse Day. I have executed an exhaustive search on the Internet, and guess what? Dr. Jill has not served, turned herself in yet. His wife has not served, turned herself in yet for elder abuse. Well, she should turn herself in for elder abuse. Because uh, it is a shame. More and more and more when you see him on TV now, the gaffes and the lies, oh, the outward Jesus. lies. I mean, he cured cancer. It's just, it's just so sad. It's just so sad. He just comes out and lies. So uh, the other day, I think he tried to, um, he tried to equate uh, all of the people that hit, got hit with Hurricane Adalia through Florida. With a lightning such. strike? No, it was, it was similar to the last time he peed in a urinal and some of the urine splashed back on him. <laughs> But 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 that was a, that was a long time ago because now he pees in the depends. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't even have to. You know, yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. So let's let's <laughs> let's let's talk about the fall weather. I walked uh, Rex this morning. It was fifty six degrees, and being demented and uh, narrow minded the way I am, I'm thinking, wow. For all of you that can carry in New Jersey, the shit just got easier to carry. Because once you start wearing a jacket or you start to wear heavier clothing or that flannel shirt over a T-shirt or something, A, your options increase on what gun you can carry. Uh, B, where you can carry it and how you can carry it increases dramatically. But there's a lot to think about. The other day, a customer came up to me and showed me a, a, a guard dog ammunition and said, is this legal to carry in New Jersey? I said, yes, and it's on the state police website. They specifically list what you can and cannot carry. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, well, do you listen to Gun for Hire Radio? Uh, no, I don't have time. I love that answer. <laughs> How do you not have time to listen time to, to an hour? Question, though, right? You don't drive in a car. Right, right. You don't take your dog for a walk. Right. You don't tune your spouse out for a half hour at a right. clip where you can listen to it a little bit. I, I just, for the life of me, how lazy can you be? Right. So yeah. I said to this gentleman, what gun are you carrying with that ammo? Oh, Hellcat. Good. How's it feed in your gun? I don't know. It's expensive ammo. I didn't shoot it. <laughs> there you go. Best so, time to find out is when you need it. <laughs> so we, you know, I've covered this for 14 Ad years nauseum. now. Ad nauseum, yeah. Absolutely. 14 years. If you're going to shoot range ammo, you can shoot 10,000 rounds of range ammo. If you're going to carry exotic ammunition, you have to shoot a minimum, a minimum of four boxes of that ammo out of your gun. In my 35 years of this, I've seen light primer strikes. I've seen failure to yeah. feed. I've seen failure to eject. I've seen a ton of things happen. Do you really want to find out in a shootout? Mm -hmm. that your exotic defensive ammo and i don't want to hear it's expensive then don't carry don't it buy carry it. Yeah. ball right. ammo carry right. 115 grain or 123 grain nine millimeter ammo yeah just carry that that's what feeds through your gun don't brag that you bought a 30 dollar box of some kind of exotic ammo and you loaded your mags in your gun with it and you don't know how to damn shit fires i've seen people come in with range ammo federal fire out of their gun but PMC, not fire. Like one out of every 25 in the box get a light primer strike Yeah. and not fire. Do you want to carry that ammunition? I mean, anyway. So, some tips. You have to test that ammo. I don't care if it's a revolver or a semi-auto. So now if you're going to pick a heavier gun, a bigger gun, because it's the fall, you've been dying to carry that steel frame 1911, you have to do the same thing with that ammo. You can't take the ammo out of that Hellcat and put it into that 1911 without making sure it's going to feed, it's going to fire, it's going to eject, all right? Also, you have to test that new carry option. Have you been practicing clearing a garment and drawing your gun and presenting it and then clearing your garment and safely reholstering? Remember, we draw fast, we reholster slow. Mm -hmm. Draw fast, reholster slow. I see too many people here with holster draw trying to reholster fast. What's the rush? You're right. You're not a cop trying to put handcuffs on somebody. You should be scanning left to right. You should be checking your six, and you should be slowly 
reholstering. But you have to check clearance of your cover garment. You have to make sure. So now's the time, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to switch to a different gun, different holster. You have to practice it. Just because you've been successfully carrying for the six, eight months now with an inside the waistband appendix carry Glock 43X, now you want to start carrying strong side outside the waistband 1911 uh, you know, with an undershirt tucked in under your belt and then a, a you know, a flannel shirt or a light jacket covering over the gun, you better practice how to clear that garment and how to present. You better practice how to reholster. You should be able to reholster without looking down. The mirror is your best friend for this, okay? I told you, I used to put a blanket on the bed and I would practice drawing and holstering and workstation a million times. And then I would stand in front of a mirror and I would practice the same thing over and over again. And I would practice looking straight ahead at myself without looking down. And the mirror was there to make sure I was not crippling myself by using my sense of sight to, uh, to lean on. Once you get that down, then you should be able to do it with your eyes closed. You should be able to draw your gun, dry fire your gun, drop your mag, reload a mag, dry fire your gun rack the slide drop a mag slide forward and reholster your gun you know safely go you should be able to practice this entire workstation kata over and over and over again before you make the decision to carry that gun out in public now remember if you're going to be carrying a bigger gun in a different position it might hurt the small of your back it might make it harder for you to put your seat belt on and off you might be printing more remember dark colors and broken patterns are our friends. The other day, somebody walked in a gun store with like a light blue polo shirt on. And I said to one of my guys, I said, oh, Joy, he's not printing. <laughs> His shirt was two sizes too small. Oh, boy. And the gun, the whole outline of the gun was showing under the golf shirt. Come on. Don't be an asshole. You're going to have to get a bigger size. And then I have diligent customers. They're like, I'm going to my nephew's wedding. It's an outdoor wedding. I want to carry my gun. He goes, my suit doesn't fit me. I said, yep, just go out and buy a nice pair of khaki pants and uh, go get a sport coat that's a little bigger or go to a good tailor and have him tailor a sport coat around your firearm. And you won't print as much. I'm sorry, but ad nauseum again, carrying a gun should be comforting. It's never comfortable. Now, because you're going to be carrying a heavier gun, because you're going to be carrying it in a different position, because you're going to be using possibly a different holster or something, now's the time to make sure when you go to public bathrooms or something, you do not leave your firearm beyond, behind. Mm. Okay? Always a big fear. It happens way too many times. Again, we don't, you don't need it personally. You don't need it criminally. You don't need it liability-wise. We in the gun community don't need it at all. Yeah. for it to happen That's for damn okay sure. pumpkin picking and apple picking yep. and everything is coming up you're going to be reaching up to the trees to grab an apple do you really need to let everybody see that you're carrying a gun is your gun going to get caught on a branch you're going to see some of these old timers sandy when the carry first came out everybody started coming out of the woodwork with their full-size steel frame 1911s yeah. and then they came running in a week later i need something smaller <laughs> My, my, my doctor says I'm walking with a list. <laughs> my right knee is wearing faster than my left knee because I'm carrying three and a half pounds of gun here. Yep. All right. So plenty of options for you to discuss. And it's important that you practice these things at home first before you take it out to the general public. I mean, how easy is it to just wear the gun around your house? You know, our buddy Mike there, remember his wife, all of a sudden, she used to give him shit for carrying the gun around the house till somebody was backing, banging on the slide door at 10 yep, o'clock at night. That's right. Now, all of a sudden, she's all for him carrying the gun while he's in the house before he goes to bed. It's... It's amazing, you know, how, how our perspective changes once we're the victim or once we're exposed to something that we normally weren't exposed to, you know. And the same thing with your partner. Whoever you're with uh, in your partner, there should be a good team. Like, hun, male or female, same sex, I don't care. Uh, you don't want to carry a gun, but I'm carrying a gun. So I just need you to watch my six, babe. You know what I mean? Like, just do a scan once in a while and make sure my shirt's not stuck under the grip of my gun. Yeah. I'm printing, you know. Uh, when I walk by, if I lean over, if we're in a restaurant in a booth or something, you say, hun, 
you know, you're going to show in, uh, you know, maybe Christmas time she's coming out. She could buy you a, 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 a nice camp shirt or a nice flannel shirt or, you know, it's not Hawaiian shirt weather right now. But these are the things that you have to be aware of. You got to stay away from the clinging materials. So it's a whole new lesson. It's a whole new process we have to go through. Listen, the fall's coming now. You can carry a crossbody, especially females. There's a lot of guys out there that carry a tourniquet and they carry a little medical kit. I see a lot of EMTs like that coming in. I see a lot of them coming in. Uh, Joe Sapienza from West Essex Jewelers, who, by the way, donated a beautiful piece of jewelry uh, for the uh, Friends of the NRA at dinner in October at Biagio's, uh, he has this really nice crossbody that you can carry as a uh, as a uh, a man purse, or you can carry it across your body. It might even carry as a fanny pack, and it's not black. It's a it's a nice color, and uh, you know he can carry everything in there. Uh, really, really nice option, especially in the fall. By the way, I have lost so much weight. A lot of my jewelry, my silver jewelry that I've been collecting for years, a lot of high-end silver jewelry, chrome hearts, silver anarchy, mm. uh, good art Hollywood and stuff, it's all up at Joe's uh, Jewelry Store at West Essex Jewelers. In, uh, Getting resized? In West, in West Caldwell. No, it's all for sale. Oh. Yeah, beautiful display. If you go up there and, and check him out, he's right on Bloomfield Ave, right next to the original Pancake House, and right next door to the other Bromelos Chocolate, who's on this week's uh, StandStrong.biz. So you can kill two birds with one stone. You can go check out Bromelos and get me a couple of chocolate-covered pretzels that you might want to drop off case, uh, on yeah. the way down. Yeah, in case. I've, you know, Three uh, dark chocolate and three milk chocolate would be a nice complimentary thing to do for an old man. <laughs> and then you can go into Joe's and look on the right and see my entire uh, collection that doesn't fit me anymore. If any of you out there are size 12, 13, or 14 rings and have big wrists, you need to get your ass up there because you can't believe the silver deals that Joe has of my entire collection. You've got some amazing stuff. Oh, my God. I've been collecting that stuff for years, but it's all too big, and some of it really can't be resized. It's so thick, yeah. and it was custom-made. Yeah. <clears throat> so I kept a few pieces that did fit me. I'm wearing them on different fingers now. Uh, but And I kept uh, Joe did size a bracelet for me. He also made my wife's uh, wedding band and engagement rings, uh, by the way. So, And he's salt-of-the-earth guy, always, always willing to donate for any cause. You know, Assemblyman uh, Auth, we're going to be having another fundraiser for him shortly, Sandy, another bullets and bagels or something. So I'm warning everybody, we're probably going to do it late September or early October. I want everybody involved in this because, again, him and a few of the small minority are, you know, out there for us. And Auth is here like twice a week shooting, and he's always willing to help. And I've had a few employees that needed, you know, a little help from our state government to get something expedited or pushed through. And, uh, you know, he's literally one phone call or one text away, and uh, he's the man. You know, it's just it's just a phenomenal relationship to have with a guy like him. So uh, another exciting news, one of our Gun for Hire employees who worked here for two and a half years, who I used to introduce to people that if I had a son, he would, he would be the model for my son. Chris Oliver uh, just graduated. From the New Jersey State Police Academy, the 165th class, I oh, believe. Oh, great! Congratulations! And uh, they give away, uh, they give, they they earn. The troopers can earn six. There's six different awards that they can. Uh, they're eligible to compete for. And when Chris was leaving to go to the academy, I did the same thing to Joe Joe G Joe Guerrero when uh, uh, when he went to the police academy. I said, if you don't finish top shot, you're banished from gun for hire for life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pressure at no all. No pressure at all. No pressure at all. Well, lo and behold, Chris Oliver finished top shot. That's great. And there, so there's six different awards. He won two of the six awards out of like you know 150. Yeah. Candidates. He won two of them. He also won best uh, recruit or best uh, best trooper or something. He so he won two awards. So when he told me about it when he came here last Saturday, you know what I told him? You only won two out of the six. <laughs> 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 Nothing like laying the guilt. I just want to say I'm very proud of him. And I well, as soon as I find what highway he is going to be assigned. I'm sure he'll be working third shift. Oh, I'm going to have a wild no. chase scene with him. You know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to pass him at 140 miles an hour. <laughs> okay, we're going to break him in right. We'll do what we did to every one of them. Yes, I could not be prouder of that young man. 
and I know he's going to re- represent us quite well. And Godspeed, and please be safe out there, Trooper Oliver. Uh, can't wait to see what your badge number is. I, I, we weren't allowed to go to graduation. They only get a certain amount of tickets for family and friends. Otherwise, I would have went. But I'm really looking forward to seeing him come in here in uniform. He uh, really squared away um, a shining example of uh, what we need more of in this country. You know, squared away, respectful. He knows my name, but he never called me anything but sir, which is incredible and uh, highly proud of him. So I'll get off that pedestal. Uh, so listen up. The uh, the Glock matches, uh, people have been buying a lot of tickets to the Glock matches. Today is September 3rd. In a few short days, September 7th, the Glock Shooting Sports League start. If you haven't attended, sign up for it. Uh, If you're reluctant, stop by and check it out and see what goes on. But we have three scheduled matches, and you need to attend two of the three matches to be entered to win anything. You will shoot 50 rounds of ammo at each match. You must bring your own Glock and ammo for the matches. At the end of the three matches, they're going to have a raffle ticket drawing and announce the top shot winners. If you haven't partaked, come in and check it out. There's nothing like shooting under a little pressure, but there's a lot of camaraderie. There's different classes, but uh, it's a great introduction to competitiveness that doesn't require a huge cash outlay of equipment and training that's that's what glock designed it for and it's always arousing uh fun and my my staff here they they run it flawlessly i must say now the attendance for the fun league right now the signups has been really low and i get people that ask me eight years old to 108 years old sandy it's $150 for nine weeks. Wow. We literally supply everything. We supply the guns, the ammo, eye and ear protection, the targets, the range time, and instruction. All you need to do is come in with your kids or come in yourself, eight years old to 108. You're going to come in. You're going to sign up. You're going to go in. You're going to shoot 30 rounds with a Ruger 1022. We have 12 of them here. Some weeks it's iron sights, some weeks it's peep sights, some weeks it's red dots, some weeks it's a scope. It depends on Gary Mastrangelo's uh, <laughs> attitude. We're here to help everybody. This is not where you're going to come in like boot camp and get yelled at and you have to shoot the match. This is an introductory. Parents, grandparents, grandchildren, uncles, friends, women, whoever. As long as you're with your, an adult, a, a legal chaperone or guardian, you can come in and sign up for this league. And then always, the last week, we usually order pizza or something, and we get dessert from one of the people on StandStrong.biz, same thing we get the pizza from. And uh, we have an awards seminar. Se- uh, yeah, what, an awards what, Sandy? I'm I'm. <laughs> An award ceremony? Award ceremony. <laughs> it's $150. It's for nine weeks. That's you can miss a, a couple great, of weeks. And we allow, we allow people makeup. Like someone will say, my kids had soccer this week. And we're like, all right, next week we'll let them shoot two courses of fire. So do it. Instill the yeah, wholesome, safe shooting sports with your family and friends. It, come on, guys and girls. $150. It's a great way to get a taste of competitiveness. This was my baby. I wanted to do this. It blew up the first year, dwindled down a little the second year. This year, I, I don't know if people are broke because of wonderful uh, bribonomics. Um, I don't know you know, what the deal is or a lot of kids' sports or anything, but come on, sign up for it. Come in. I'll be here. We'll all have a lot of fun. Where are you going to get that around. kind of fun for under 20 bucks a week? I mean... I mean, I mean, really, you, you, you're not going to get that kind of fun with everything included. You yeah. come in, the kids get to keep their targets, score their targets. Well, they're custom targets that Matt designed. <clears throat> it's just a lot of fun and a lot of competitiveness. I'm excited. Uh, this week we're having another meeting with the uh, the Civic Seminar with uh, all of our big hitters here. And I'll, we'll formally introduce them all, you know, as we go along. But this is going to be extremely useful. And, uh, again, I just want to circle back. I need you to... Uh, Sign up for the NRA dinner for October 5th. I need you to get involved with the auth fundraiser we're going to be having because we have to support those who support you. Um, I'm hoping uh, that we move quickly now. You know, Dan Schmutter is uh, busy with the, uh, the our carry case, our 10-round mag case, and our assault weapon evil features case. There's a, so much moving around the entire country in all the lower courts. The Second Circuit has still not acted on the five cases in the New York State Rifle and Pistol 
Association. Uh, I'm just wondering where the Supreme Court is on this and when Alito and Thomas are going to say, you know what, we need an answer within a week, and if they disagree with the answer, how, how they step in. We might see something unprecedented coming soon, so don't give up hope. Please don't give hope. You read, I read Scott's message to everybody last week from the ANJRPC newsletter. Uh, it's, it's, history is on our side now. And, and, and the, the courts are on our side, the higher courts. And uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for all of us. And for everybody out there who still has an other or whatever, you know, that you bought, hold on to it because that case is still making its way uh, through the court systems, the uh, Mock v. Garland case. Somebody asked me about that the other day, um, and they wanted to transfer one other from another person to, to their nephew or something. And I said, I recommend you just hold on to all of that stuff until – until the law is changed. It goes through the courts. The other thing is we get this question all the time. If you're under 21 years old and you have an FID card, you cannot buy a stripped lower, an AR-15 lower. And that's not a Jersey law. That's an ATF law. Because if you are under 21 years old, you can buy a stripped lower and you can build an AR-15 pistol with it. And under the FB, ATF laws, you can't own a pistol until you're 21 years old. So we get this all the time. We get kids 20 years old. They, they, they're a member here, and they, they ship a, a lower here, strip lower, and they come to receive it, and we can't give it to them because mm. it has to be dispersed as an other. It can't be dispersed as a rifle, even though you say you intend to build a rifle out of it. Okay, But if you're 18 years old, you can purchase an AR-15 and have it transferred to you. But you can't have a strip lower. You have to be 21. Uh, so please make note of that. Uh, I know we get that all the time. Somebody posted on Reddit a few uh, months ago that I would get a new FFL if they won't let you have your strip lower. Ma, is my meatloaf done yet? And I want cream corn this week with applesauce. I don't want regular corn. I see it in my poop. It turns me off. When you're wiping my ass, when I'm turned around facing the toilet. I love those Reddit people. Uh, I love those Reddit people. I just hope the majority of them aren't ever in a position to lead our country. Yeah, that's for damn sure. <laughs> they never leave their house, so no. it doesn't matter. Although we did get a elected president who never left his house either. So uh, <sighs> that was to protect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's an election year, so COVID's from, coming protect back. Protect him from falling. Yeah. yeah, there's a new variant, the mail-in ballot variant. The mail-in uh, it's on its way. Yeah, mail-in variant. Yeah, I will mm -hmm. not comply again. Uh, are we out of time. We are, but I, I have a uh, I have a request for the Talk audience. Um, I am uh, well. I'm contemplating. I have to really talk first to my. Uh, electrophysiologist to see if I can resume trap shooting uh, mm. with the pacemaker. Uh, I get mixed mixed uh, feedback from a lot of cardiologists. So um, any of you guys out there who do have a pacemaker, who are doctors, um, if you could um, let me know. Uh, are you still shooting? Do you still shoot trap? That kind of thing. Um, and I'm looking at, do you know anything at all about TriStar? Um, trap guns. If anybody has any personal experience with TriStar trap guns, uh, specifically the TT15 trap gun that has the um, interchangeable triggers and that sort of thing, let me know. Cool. Cool. I'll let you know too, Sandy. Have a nice day. <laughs> you too. Well, it looks like thank you all. You've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was made by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof: Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which he failed to mention again this week, yes. is on sale everywhere. Good books are sold, and at the gun shop, bookshop, gun range known as Gun for Hire, where Anthony frequents from time to time, uh, you can get the book signed. Well, uh, from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama, where even in the fall it is still 92 degrees. Thank you very much. Uh, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. <laughs>